meditation this day as remembrance and response. It is based upon a part of the psalm and also Leviticus chapter 23. You may be seated. Dear Christian friends, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's pretty obvious that the writer of this psalm was one happy person, joyful over God's deliverance, God's care, God's protection, and he wanted to celebrate it. But he didn't want to celebrate by himself. He wanted all to celebrate. Let us celebrate this fact that this is the day the Lord has made. On April 30th, 1989, on a bright, sunshiny day, if the pictures are to be believed, a group of people gathered together in worship and they celebrated the fact of God's blessings to them. And then during that service or shortly after, they signed their names to the charter of Community Lutheran Church. And officially, Community Lutheran Church was born. Now, I was happy as a clam back in Mountain Home, Arkansas at that time and really didn't have a clue about Community Lutheran Church. But in time, the Lord would let me in on the wonderful blessings that were there. And you see the joy that we have as we are celebrating this anniversary. Now, the word anniversary is nowhere to be found in the scriptures. But in Leviticus chapter 23, not really one of my favorite books, but the 23rd chapter talks about remembrance, about remembering the Sabbath, uh, remembering the Passover, remembering tabernacles, remembering the Feast of the First Fruits and, and others. And that's really what we are doing today. We are remembering remembering the blessings that God has given to us during these wonderful 30 years of being together. Now, on April 30th, 1990, I was in my office. That office is where Palomar College now is. And I have to admit, I was on my little pity pot at that time. We had had some contentious meetings with staff of the city, and they were less than helpful as to what we wanted to do. They began to share more studies that we had to go, and it was something that we as a group, we wanted to get out of the school. At that time, we were at Mission Middle School or Grant. We wanted to get to the land. We wanted to build, but the city just kept throwing these things, roadblocks, at us. And I was not a happy camper at that particular time because not only was it taking time, it was draining us of financial resources. But then I got a buzz. 
And it was Twyla Coleman, who was our original secretary. And Twyla said to me that Pastor Katurikit, Ernie Mathis, who was the acting president at that time, and Don Hermanson wanted to talk to me and take me for a ride. Well, going for a ride with those three guys wasn't at the top of my list that particular day. But when you were summoned by Katurkit and Mathis and Hermanson, you just flat went. And we got into Ernie's, whether it was a Cadillac or a Lincoln, it was a big old car. And Pastor Kay and Ernie were in the front seat, and they were just talking like they always did, always jibber-jabbering. And in the back was Don Hermanson and myself. And Don Hermanson was one of the sweetest men I've ever known in my life. And he just smiled at me and sort of cocked his head. Well, we didn't go very far. We went to Orange Glen Elementary School, just down the road. And then they got out of the car, we went into the office, they talked with the office manager, and we were allowed to go out into an area of Orange Glen Elementary where the church began. And Ernie and Pastor Kay and Don were so excited. They told me we're a year ago where everybody was signing their name. It was just a great, great day. And then we piled back into the car. And off we went on another little journey to this land. And here at this land, we had the sign, Welcome to Community Lutheran Church, Future Home of Community Lutheran Church, was probably right by where the sign is. Uh, probably just out there were two couches that people had dumped off thinking we were going to have a rummage sale. <laughs> Up by the preschool, there was a wonderful, beautiful old washer that somebody had dropped off as, as well by Pastor Kay and Ernie and Don. And Don had probably maybe 30% of his heart. He is really sick, and he just took him every effort to just get out to the land. And Pastor Kay and Ernie were telling me where everything was going to be in all the buildings. And then Don said, I already see it. What do you see, Don? Ernie said. He said, I see the people. He goes, I know the buildings are important, and I want the buildings. But the people, that's what we have to keep reminding ourselves. That's why the Lord is blessing us. It was one of those attitude adjustments that I needed at that moment keep the focus as to why God called this church into being. Oh, the buildings are wonderful. Don't misunderstand me. I'm thankful for every one of them. I'm thankful for the ministries that go on within the confines of that. But ultimately, we were called to go and share the message with people. And whether we are worshiping here or whether in Katurkit Hall or whether Orange Glen Elementary or Mission or Grant or, or Hidden Valley, that's where the ministry was, word and sacrament ministry. And that, you see, is the great and wonderful blessing that God has given to each and every one of us. Outside, 
as you walk outside, there's a field of pavers out there. And if you look down, you can read about the history of Community Lutheran Church. You can read about the years that went on and what was being done. You can see individual pavers where individuals and were rejoicing in a wedding or a, or a, or a baptism or, or, or their confirmand's names are there. It is a wonderful reminder, and we can see the memorials as well of people who have gone to the church triumph. We can rejoice in that. That is our history. That is who we are by the very fact that we have been called together. But the charter members don't get a gold star when they get to heaven. It isn't as though God says, whoa, oh man, you were a charter member at Community Lutheran Church? There's one, there's one big one for you. Because you see, there's a sameness, regardless if you've been here for 30 years or whether you've been here for one month. And that is, we're all sinners. We've already confessed today. We've sinned in thought, word, deed, things we've done, things we didn't do. Well, guess what? We've been confessing our sins from the very beginning. And the reality is, at times, we say we are poor, miserable sinners. We have failed. We have not done what we should do. We have not responded to the way we should have responded. But the reality is, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, because God intervened. God has granted us protection. God has granted us care, because God promised us a Messiah, and he fulfilled that. And the Son of God took flesh and dwelt among us, lived among us. And for that, we can be thankful that our Lord Jesus Christ has come into this world. Our Lord Jesus Christ has shared with us his wonderful, glorious message. We have something to follow. But we also know they took him down from the cross. They took the spikes out of his hand. They took the spikes out of his feet. They took the crown of thorns off of his head. And they placed him in this linen. And he was dead. 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 And yet in death, We remember what he said before. He said, it's finished. It's over. We are redeemed. We have the blood of the Lamb that has washed us, cleansed us. That's why we can rejoice and be glad. Our Lord Jesus Christ has taken our sins as far as the east is from the west. He's removed them. This not only is a dumping ground for sofas and washing machines, it's a place we dump our sins. Leave them. And Christ is happy to take them. To take that garbage, to take that misery, to take those sins 
away. For you and for me, that, you see, is the wonderful message that you and I have. That is the wonderful message that we share because our Lord Jesus Christ came out of that tomb. Our Lord Jesus Christ walked. He's risen. He's risen indeed. Hallelujah. That's our message. We point to the cross, but we know that the one on the cross is the one who walked, lived, breathed, showed his disciples, ate with his disciples, all of that. That is a field of memories out there. It is a field of our history. But that's over. That part of the ministry of Community Lutheran Church is in stone. But there's still a ministry to go. Now, I love talking about the history of this church more than anybody, probably. But life goes on. This is the day. This day. And the days after it. The question is, what do we do now? We can wallow in the past and talk about all the great things that happened and the wonderful things that people were touched with their lives. But for crying out loud, it's time to move on as well. We can take that history. We can rejoice in that history. But how do we respond? How does God use you now? How does God call you right now to his ministry? How is God going to choose to use you? How is he using you right now? Every one of you, including me, has been gifted by God in wonderful ways. Certainly we're gifted with a faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Certainly we're gifted in the knowledge that Christ died and rose from the dead. But he's also given us other gifts so that we can use for the blessings of the body of Christ, and yes, to point people to the cross, to be thankful for that, and to go forward now, because I'm telling you, God is calling you, and you will hear his voice not just today, you will hear his voice tomorrow. He will call you, he will encourage you, he will place before you opportunities so that you can be a blessing. When I was uh, having lunch with Doug Albertson and Scotty Hayward this past week, we were talking about the church. And Scott told me about Pastor Kay, and I remember Pastor Kay talking about the 80-20 rule in Many times it was 20% of the church does 80% or 100% of the work. But Pastor Kay would always say, no, it's 80% do the work. And then he would follow it up, the other 20%, they get to pray because they can't do all the things anymore. That also is our history. And as I talked with Pete Vandeleu, our first president, and the blessings of the unity of spirit, the unity that God gave to us, the vision that God gave to us, and the blessings. That, too, is the wonderful, wonderful opportunities that we have, regardless of what your age is. Her name was Eleanor Craddock. Eleanor was in her 80s when I came along. 
Elner was always brought to church by Marv Clote and Judy Clote. And Eleanor was one of the sweetest little people, just one of the huggables, as I used to call them. And I'm not a great hugger, but she was a huggable. And she would always be disheveled when they got her out of the car, and, they, and Judy would take her into the bathroom and get her all arranged. But you know what Eleanor did? Eleanor loved to take pictures. And many of those early days of Community Lutheran Church, if you see pictures, many of them were Eleanor Craddock's. She had spent years, 30, 40 years, as a kindergarten teacher at Grace, our mother church. But now she was taking pictures of people, and she was so excited because people really, really responded. That was her ministry, along with others. Don Hermanson and Eleanor Craddock never saw one of these buildings built. Both of them died before we had even put a spade into the ground. And yet their ministry, their vision, lives on. And we rejoice in it. You know, today I did as I normally do. Came into the office, had my prayer time, went over to the columbarium, done that since it was built. My father is there, my sister is there. It's not a model in time, not a sad time. It's a time to rejoice, but it's also a time to look at all of the other saints who are there. And the reason I go in there is because I think and remind myself of how blessed I was by all of those who have gone to heaven. How thankful I am for the ministry that they brought to me and how I was inspired and strengthened by it, just as we are this day, as we are reminded of all that has gone on. And then I walked out to what is now Foxley Drive. And I looked at all the stones that are there by Foxley Drive, and some of them are piled up a little bit. Well, you know, in the city took three acres of our land, which is on the other side of Fox. They also said to us, you're going to have to put those stones that are there and leave them. They're going to be part of the parking lot. And those stones were going to take up like 12 or more of our parking spaces, which at the time we just said, fine, let's do it, never realizing those stones in the parking lot took vital parking from us and we never would have been able to build this facility like this. But then the Vista Irrigation Water District came in and we had a leak and they dug it all up and they started tossing those stones in various locations. And I at times would take my confirmands out and just have them sit on a stone 
and remind myself that sometimes when others get in the way, God has his own way of making his ministry move forward. <laughs> it's wonderful to look at those stones, and I'm so thankful they're where they are. <laughs> this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And let us remind ourselves not just this day, but every day, not only of our past, but what we have going for us today. Wonderful pastors, wonderful leaders, a wonderful group of people at our satellite, all of these ministries going on, a theater ministry that is thriving, and all the other things that are so wonderful and glorious. But let us keep our eyes on the Christ. Because one of my favorite passages is the stone was rolled away and the angel of God sat on it and said, he's not here. He is risen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen.